Ohio again. Part two. The commentary. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why this would happen, but if you happen to miss yesterday's episode, you will know. You will not know. Hold on. Let me take this again. <clears throat> Toy boat. Toy boat. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. <clears throat> hey, so if you happen to miss yesterday's episode, you will not be aware that this week is a two-parter. That's right. Zach Bornstein joins me. Yesterday's episode was our conversation about uh, the episode of Scooby-Doo that we watched. And this today, the thing that you're listening to now, I don't know why I keep referencing time like you're listening to these exactly when they come out. My guess is that most of you don't. If you do, let me know. What's with you, Scooby-Doo at gmail.com. But this episode is our commentary. So if you want to watch the episode of Be Cool Scooby-Doo that we watched for this, Be Quiet Scooby-Doo, you can watch it in real time with us and hear our commentary. I don't know if you have any interest in doing that, but I figured I'd offer it since I had it. Right? Right? Pretty fun. At one point, I think we bring up the single guy. Uh, which was a an NBC show from 1995 to 1997, starring Jonathan Silverman, Joey Slotnick, and Ernest Borgnine, which is a fun plot twist, as well as Ming-Na Wen, who was the voice of Mulan. Little known fact. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but anyways, this is uh this is our commentary track. So. Feel free to watch the episode along with us. Uh, that's why there's a bit of dead space in it. I think that's everything, man. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for listening. And for the first time on this podcast, to the commentary track? Let's do this. Sweet. So I have my episode downloaded, so I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, I'm at zero, zero, zero. I am at zero, zero, zero. So on three? One. Two, wait, wait, hold on. Are we pressing it on three or are we pressing it on when four would be? <laughs> That's my what? favorite bit of all time. I do that every single time, but after people say it, so they'll go one, two, three, and I'll be like, wait, is it one, two, three, go or one, two, three? Well, then it's, it matters. It's a beat. It does. It does. Uh, so we're going to do this like an ADR session. So it'll be one, two, three, play. Okay. So on where four would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Should right. we count it off together? Sure. Let's try it. Okay. One. One, two. Wait, hold on. This isn't going to, we're never going to watch this. <laughs> it'll be slightly out of sync. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'll just do it. And then on four, we'll press play. Okay. One, One, two, two three, play. My computer just crashed. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> uh, I'm done. It can't run this many things. <laughs> okay. Okay, some crystals shaking. They're in some crystal thing. She's disappointed. She's telling him to zip it. Okay. She's hitting some different note and the crystal's freaking out. Now it's glowing. Seems yeah, like, you know, like crystals. There's a lot going on. Now it's shaking. 
seems like an expensive laboratory that should have more oversight it seems like a like a bat cave yeah but more expensive because these crystals look nice like you could sell it's like stalactites but fancy you could like sell them on for on like jewelry in santa fe oh my gosh you are you trying to uh get over the topaz market there <laughs> i'm a big turquoise boy uh-oh okay bad character so we found our bad guy at one minute in 106 that was pretty fast well so that comes from the original the, in the original series there's always a cold open where you meet the bad guy before you meet the gang oh really yeah yep oh, so that's, that's on formula oh that's a pretty good formula well, that's like the uh, the jogger running across the dead guy in Law and Order. Oh, uh, sure. Hmm. It's like they're introducing the plot before the characters. Right. This is what we're thrusting our our, uh, our protagonists into. Even their voices are very similar to each other now. They like made all the characters more similar to each other, which is like the opposite of what you want to do in a TV show. You want to differentiate everybody. Yeah, I'm just restating what you're saying. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Scooby's much more intelligible. He used to just be like, you like, maybe a third of the time you could understand. You'd be like, what is that? And you just miss that chunk of dialogue. Now he sounds more, you can hear what he's saying. I feel like that's happened over time. They've made that more of a, They've made him more of a character, I guess. I don't know. I see. Wait, they're literally doing that bit that we were just doing. Yep. (laughs) Oh. Oh, wow. I didn't even mean that. Oh, it just worked out perfectly. Holy shit. It's also this this episode literally just opened up with the gang doing who's on first. <laughs> you go left, right, no, left, right, no, left. <laughs> That's funny. Solid joke. That's a solid joke. This show feels a lot more uh like world gag heavy than I feel like previously in the past. Like there's it's a more lot family guy. Well, a lot more business as well. Like they're in the background playing with the glass while somebody's having a conversation in front, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They've added jokes all the time. That's cool. Now look at this. This is doing a little history lesson or geology lesson. I think you peaked. (laughs) (laughs) They were also just talking about how you can't make any loud sounds, and they sneezed really loudly, (laughs) and the crystals broke. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they just don't look right. I don't know. I'm sure the show is good and funny and whatnot. It's just, I guess, I'm you just get used to something, and then when it changes, it's like you, you don't like it. Well, there also wasn't much deviation for 45 years. And then this yeah. is a complete left turn. It's like, we've been seeing the exact same thing for about, for like, you know, half a decade or half a century. And then all of a sudden you try and market this to us. Did it do well ratings wise? Did it do, did people like it? 
Uh, didn't really have a chance. Cartoon Network kind of buried it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, it moved uh, time slots all the time, and it didn't oh, air consistently. Oh, so they, they realized people weren't going to like it. Yeah, or they just didn't pimp it at all. I think it basically started from the get-go. They, st- they just didn't pimp it. That's interesting, because you'd think they would, that would be a big hit if they got it right. Well, it, there was a series about four years ago or something. No, sorry, 2010, so a while ago, uh, that did really well. Mm. It always feels like 2010 was four years ago. <laughs> it doesn't feel as far away as it actually is. Yeah, it's a bummer. For many reasons. Oh. <laughs> Your voices are weird. I'm sure the show is good and funny. It's just, I think because if it were, if this were a new show, I would like it more than if it's coming off of a history, a history of 45 years, because it's like, yeah, I just did this kind of thing. That's like a family guy bit. (laughs) It's not, I wonder if that was their directive to make it more like animation domination. Mm. Maybe we'll get picked up by Fox. (laughs) I wonder if they wanted that. I wonder why they did this. Did the 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 whole redesign? Yeah. I guess they were just like we need to like stick stay with the times and evolve. I guess that's good. I think it's good to experiment and try things, but. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, there is a, a, a braveness with saying, with saying, yeah, we're going to do a show that's been redone every few years, but we're finally going to do something drastically different with it. Yeah. And I think it's good to take those kind of creative risks, but I don't know. For some reason, it just feels weird. Also, Sh- Scooby sounds like Shaggy used to. Like uh- Scooby is as. Uh, Scooby is as legible as Shaggy used to be, mm. and now Shaggy and now Scooby. There's no one who sounds like Scooby. They took out the lead character, gave him a big butt nose, and then <laughs> called it a day. <laughs> they made the girls hot. They gave Scooby a butt nose. They changed everyone's voice. <laughs> Can you please do the log line for the show? <laughs> Scooby Doo. They made the girls hotter. They gave Scooby a butt nose. <laughs> and all the voices sound like not the guys. <laughs> and no one sounds right. <laughs> what was it, the act break? Yep. Who's talking right now? Is he just doing sign language? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's kind of a cool. That's clever. It, uh, I like this that they're doing this. Maybe they could, this would have been better with. I, I wonder how many meetings they had about whether or not to do this as subtitles or with a voiceover. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder because I think it, I mean it, it plays a lot better with them doing the voices and seeing the actions. Yes, I do kind of like this. The that's a nice that's a nice. Um, what would you call it? Like mechanic. Mm. 
oh, now it's just their thinking. Now they're not even doing the sign language. They got rid of their own mechanic. They found a good new mechanic and then they ditched it in 10 seconds. (laughs) Explore it more. God damn it. They happened upon something amazing and then they like just immediately gave up on it. And now they're just doing inner monologues. You could argue that uh, it's uh, very uh, Joycean in the sense that there's no uh, 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 filter in between communication and inner life. (laughs) Yeah, that is good. You could argue that. (laughs) I'm also basically parroting one of your McSweeney's essays. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at you reading that. Well, you know. I try to go unprepared. So bear with me here. Sure. So there's a, the thing is, it's always someone we've met, right? The monster. It's always yep. like someone dressed up as a monster. Yeah. We've only met one other person. Mm-hmm. Well, so t- it just has to be them, right? We've met two. So there's the person who runs the Crystal Canopy store, and he's the one who found the place. And then there's the scientist who wants to keep the Crystal place uh, uh, closed. So it's definitely her. Okay. Why would it be the other guy? We'll find out. Well, because it's always the nicer guy. It's always like the woman who seems like she's more innocuous. She's a scientist who they was really friendly and they admire. In the original... Also, look at this bit going on about this monster helping change a baby. That was like a minute. (laughs) Well, that's straight from the old school show. Yeah. They would always do the... uh, I call them costume gags. Because I talk yeah. about this all the time. Costume. But I also like that he gingerly put down the poo before he went to go chase the <laughs> That was a good bit. <laughs> this would be a fun show to write for. I feel like the old school one would have been ridiculously fun just because of like, you know, you like set up a whiteboard and you're like, okay, uh, monster, place, and you just like spin a wheel for each category. <laughs> How cool would that be? It's like shitty improv games. It would just be phenomenal. That's so funny. We had that for sketches at SNL where we would, uh, every now and then if you, uh, Mikey had created this thing where it was like, these like note cards where you could pick out a character, a gag and a place. And it would be like a karate instructor wearing skis in a, in a zoo cage. And like, it'd be like, that's just like, if you just were stuck, that's your sketch for the week. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. I do like, I like the idea of uh, Fred's very organized uh, signs. Like, uh, for example, his hand signal for hand signals is voguing. What is voguing? Oh, that's funny. And everybody else is just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. (laughs) This is a good character bit for her. Yeah, it's. 
They made her so much less bookish, though. Yeah. Well, and the the other, it's it's interesting that they all they all kind of are more homogenous, but they also in this series particularly is like seem to have like their own like space for bits like carved out for like their style of like oh this is how i bumble through this stuff sure they each get a little character bit yeah but they're more similar like that bit about one of them falling in love with the crystals that could have been any of them well specifically it's her because she believed that science was elevated above all and now that's being challenged as she is uh more into beauty who Velma, having been yeah, but that, yeah that could have been a Daphne bit too because it could have been that you know she just finds him beautiful or something yeah but that wouldn't challenge anything in her inherent characterness oh I see so you're saying it was a better bit for yeah she has to change she has she has to cross that threshold of science is no longer her god yeah oh we have met two other characters Oh, the scientists at the beginning. The cold open scientists. What, were, were, were one of them the scientists from the store? No, they were just assistants. I see. That's a pretty good bit. I feel like there's also like... Uh-oh. The, uh... The invention... Yep. Or is there, is this on a three act or four act schedule? I can't remember if there are three commercial breaks or two. I think two. Is the music coming from the show? Yeah. What? This does not fit. What is this music? <laughs> well, and they I, also got rid of the sound effects during this music. It's like they didn't want to like. The bongos and stuff. What the hell? Well, it's an updated version of the original. They would have the flower power songs while they were being chased. Yeah, but they still would keep the sound effects going. Yeah, there'd be like uh, uh, the bongo. That kind of stuff when their legs are running or like when they run into something. There's none of that now. Yeah, yeah, it's just an alt-rock song. It almost feels like they're trying to sell the song. (laughs) There's an iTunes link in the bottom. Like, yeah, like, the, it's just, this feels like the same company owns the, okay, they're doing the door gag in the cave. That's cool. Sure. It's very referency to the, it's like self referency. Okay. I really didn't, that music felt really out of place. Yeah, it was shot, it was jarring. I don't know. Third base. 
Third base. <laughs> Who's on first? Oh, wow. Deja vu, vu. Was that a reference to I think it was like him saying Scooby Doo, but they, that felt supremely Family Guy because that was basically a camera take. What's uh, as opposed to saying like Scooby Dooby Doo? It should have been a beat, and then he says it because they couldn't last one Scooby Doo. <laughs> The episode was five frames over. They couldn't afford to do it. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. They all finally learn the hand signals. <laughs> what happens when they glow? Uh, frequencies cause them to glow, and it could cause it to rupture if they don't, uh, if they're not done, if they're overly stimulated. But why do they want them to glow? To attract the monster. No, but what, what's the like, scientific purpose? What's like, the point of making them glow? Like, why do the scientists want them to? I think they're figuring out why they glow. Oh, that was a good bit. Okay, they got the monster. They arrested the monster? <laughs> oh, what a funny fade. <laughs> but also they put, they put it in handcuffs without unmasking it. They like are, they're like, you're under arrest, Mr. Monster. And to read it, it's Miranda rights. <laughs> <laughs> you have the right to kibbles and bits. that's funny they're really shitting on her I like that line, even though I'm not super into uh, Scooby, like just being an interjection of one-liners. Yeah. But I just like that line. It works on one level. (laughs) (laughs) It works on one level. (laughs) 
They made Scooby Shaggy. Yeah, he's basically, he pops in for the funny line and then that's it. Uh Uh-oh. Why are they just standing there? The because the crystals keep breaking. <laughs> it's basically a Monty Python gag. This feels Family Guy too, where they're just like doing the long bit. Like, oh, the like unnecessarily sh- long bit. Ah. Yeah. Mm. all right all right What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.